Welcome to Donnie's Thoughts, episode 28. I am Donnie, and these are my thoughts. What's up, everybody? It is February the 14th. So happy, imaginary, let's go spend unnecessary amounts of money to show our mates that we love and cherish them on this day that has been the designated day to do that. Although that is a everyday job, you know, to show your mate that you care, but if you don't do it today, then I guess you don't care about your mates. And that's not coming from a place of, you know, negativity, but it's funny how days like this for adults, teenagers, or if you're involved with someone, Christmas for kids, it, it's, it's that one day. It's like, oh my God, if I don't do this, they're going to think I don't love them. But, I mean, 365 days of the year, you know, I'm constantly showing that. Christmas comes around. If if you don't get your child that gift that they wanted, it's like, fuck, am I the reason why they sell drugs? Or am I the reason why she's a stripper? It's It's fucked up. That's so much is placed on these kind of, these made up fucking holidays. Just a theory, just a theory like, why do we feel the need to fall into that shit? I don't know. But uh, anyway, that's not what the show's about. It's just something that I was thinking about and I just wanted to tell you guys, uh, Happy getting fucked over day. I mean, that's, I mean, for real, that's all it's about. Uh, it's, it's about spending your money on frivolous bullshit, and you're going to do it again next year and the year after that. I don't know. Bit of a ripoff. But have fun. Be safe while you're doing it. Um, There are a few things I want to go over. Uh, I want to start off with explaining what kind of uh, show this is, again, because I think a lot of my new listeners, uh, they're looking for something else. Um, but I'm going to give you a quick description. Uh, this show is about the thoughts that go on in my mind. I'm a black man who thinks about his culture quite a lot. I mean, it's cool to think about everyone else's culture, but I think about my culture a lot. I think about what direction that we're going in, so I speak about it a lot. Uh, I do not have a format. Right? It's called Donnie's Thoughts. Uh, 
I jump from topic to topic. And I know a lot of you all who who just tune in, you would you're not used to a podcast being like that. I don't um do all the background music, all the the hand clapping is me just speaking to you as I would to you face to face, right? Um, I have an opinion on things, some things I have a very strong opinion about, you know. Uh, some of the things I say may be radical, right? But if you haven't been in, our, in, in the shoes of a black man or a black woman, I know it's hard for you to understand because you might come up with ideas, well, why don't you do it this way? No, because you, you don't understand our, our, our flight. You know what I mean? You really don't understand our issue, right? So some of the things I may say, you may look at it as being negative when it's not. It's just, you know, me trying to spread awareness amongst my people and also spread awareness amongst uh mm, let's just I don't want to say the powers that be but and I just don't want to say white people, right? Cuz I get it. All white people aren't, you know, uh bad. I get it. Uh but let's just say you know for now until I can think of something else. The, the oppressors so they can understand why someone uh, of my ethnicity would be uh, upset, angered. Um, it seems to be an ongoing thing where if a, a man of color says, you know, this is fucked up, it's almost like our oppressors want us to just not speak on it, you know what I mean, and just go with the flow. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I'm always speak my mind because that's me. If you don't like how I jump from topic to topic, that's cool. There are a million other um, podcasts out there that you can listen to. There are a million other, uh, you know, black people that are are probably have tons of degrees, you know, uh, probably, you know, do a lot of research on Google, you know, YouTube scholars. That's cool. But I'm just speaking from the heart. So my listeners uh, that have been listening to me from day one know that I'm speaking from the heart. And that's how it is. I'm not going to change that. Um, I do thank you for tuning in, but if I'm not your speed, hey, you can always go someplace else. Um, this is a platform that I plan on using to continue to spread my awareness, to to continue to provoke thought. Uh, I'm open to suggestions, but I'm not going to stray away from my core uh, base my course is 
my core supporters. Um, yeah, so that's where we're at. Uh, hey, start your own podcast. You can, you know, learn from me, right? Pick up the jewels that I drop, take it, run with it, and make it your own. There's already people listening to my podcast that I guess you would say would have a bigger platform than me that's actually doing that and not giving me a shout out or anything like that. But if you listen to my show and then you go on YouTube, you know, you'll see. It's it's, it's little things here and there, little, little subtle things. And I don't care. I just want to create that awareness, right? It's people that I have, you know, sent my show to, to to listen to and give me some feedback, hoping that it would lead to, you know, some kind of networking. But no, they just took, take some ideas from my show, then start their own show. I'm totally fine with that. Right, if you got a bigger platform, you don't want to, you know, uh, give give the 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 little guy um, what they call a helping hand. Get it? You're you're more into branding and things of that nature. Go forward. I understand, uh, but you know, just just make sure that you understand you can't spread awareness like me. Okay, I'm different, and you gotta know that. Uh, so, closing out on that topic uh, and moving forward, there are quite a few things I want to discuss, and uh, I'm just not understanding why do we look to, and I spoke about this just recently, why are we looking to black entertainers for our our leadership? Like, why are we doing that? It makes no sense to me, especially the ones that we see that their thoughts are just, I'm, I'm getting money. I'm getting money. I'm telling you, stay away from people like that. I've said this over and over. Those people that th- this is all that they talk about, they don't have anyone's best interest in mind, right? I don't care if it's a celebrity. I don't care if it's a nigga on the streets. The people that talk like that, they will do anything for a dollar. Those people do not have any integrity, right? They'll figure out a way to line you up mentally to take advantage of you so that they can prosper financially. Life is not, well, shouldn't be like that, but it is. And people applaud that kind of behavior. They don't applaud the guy or, or the or the woman that's chasing, you know, or going after uh, a way to make a difference in the community, 
right? You got all these so-called activists, right, that's, you know, using social media to basically boost their their clout up, right? You got people that's going around acting like, you know, they care about the homeless, doing simple shit that you... Sh- some of this shit don't even need to be recorded, but they are trying to create some kind of buzz. Like, oh, I'm, I'm feeding a homeless person. You know what I mean? I... I bought a couple of sandwiches, I made a couple of sandwiches and I gave them out to a couple of people. Things like that annoy me because you know it's not coming from the heart. Like you can tell it's not coming from the heart, right? We live in a day and age where people are just doing things for show. And it, it's, it's mind boggling how that, how that shit works. You got people that are fake care about the homeless. You got people that are fake care about the um, black movement. You got people that fake care about women. Uh, People that fake care about gays, right? All this stuff that we come across, right, in, you know, our society where people are, they, they move on to the next thing. They don't, they don't really care about this kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? It depends on what's trending, right? And that's fucked up. When the only thing that's not trending, to be honest with you, and it's us, right? Like, they are still killing us, right, at high high rates. Um, Just last night, a rapper from Sacramento... I think his name is Willie Boo. Yeah, Willie Boo. If it might be something else, but I know it's Willie something. Um, this gentleman fell asleep in his car in front of Taco Bell, and uh, he had a gun on his lap. The police came, six of them. Uh, they saw the gun on his lap, and you already know the rest. They killed him. Yeah. Six police officers came, killed a man sleep in his car. He moved. He could have been trying to wake up, but he moved, and they killed him. Simple as that. They were scared for his life, but they saw the man sleep. And as you know, this was a black man, so you know how, you know, that worked out. I'm just so confused on what goes on in their in their mind when they see a black person right is it an instant rush of fear right is are they trained in these police academies to basically fear the black man and uh try to talk it out with everybody else that's not black. You see what I'm saying? Is it like, okay, look, when you go out, when you see a white person, hey, you try to talk to them. You reason with them, right? Black person, they're guilty. Do whatever you can to fucking put them in a cell, right? Or a pine box, right? 
they look like they're reaching for something, shoot them, right? You have to humiliate them. You have to do everything you can to the black person. But everyone else, you talk it out to them, yeah, and all this other shit, you know. They're able to reason with them. You know, shit. It's amazing how that works. But it's still something going on. I don't know if it's something in the water. But we are the most feared race on the planet. Why is that? Moving on from that, there have been, you know, a decrease in crime. There has been a decrease in the murder rate here in Chicago. I wonder, you know, how does that work? Is it because of the cold weather that we've been experiencing? Nobody wants to go out. You know what I mean? No one's, you know, no one's out. Or is it something's happening where the media might have been lying with these numbers that they were presenting to try to make Chicago look a certain way? Because if you go on the south side and on the west side, I don't know if you guys are into, like, buying property. I recommend you get into that. But the it's a buyer's market right now. Like, no bullshit. You could literally come up on some some some, some property in these locations for little or nothing. And... A lot of that has to do with people moving out uh, from these so-called bad areas and the oppressors moving in, gentrification, and they're, they want the city back. So I'm thinking it, it, it was some propaganda because to me, being in Chicago... For most of my life, being raised on the South Side, being in areas where it's, you know, considered high crime, there's always been killings here, right? There's always been murders here. In the 90s, what? People was getting whacked, like, left and right. There were young people doing it, like fucking 10-year-olds going around shooting people, right? Because the older people were taking advantage of the younger people, right? But, the like, it's always been, Chicago ain't never been one of them cities where it's like, you know, like everything's fine. It's it's never been like that. Even when they tore down the projects thinking that was going to, you know, solve some issues that we were having, that never happened. Chicago's just always been a crime city. And I remember, God bless the dead, my stepfather would tell me, he would say, you know, he would talk about how Jeff Ford and them started, right? Jeff Ford, right? Excuse me. Right? And how everything was cool 
because they was going around fucking shit up, you know what I mean? Because a lot of the, you know, quote-unquote Jewish people, right, they owned a lot of property over there on the east side, but they wanted more property. So it's like in order to get acquire this property at a lower price, these gangs started to develop in certain areas, right? And it's like, damn, do I really want to stay in this area? Because look at what's happening. They're uh, going around, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, shit. I hate when that happens. But they're going, yeah, extorting. They're going around extorting businesses, saying if, you know, you don't pay this, your business will get burnt down and, you know, broken into constantly, whatever the case may be. But it was almost like the gangs that were developing on the east side or on that Lake Shore area, you know, uh, it was an underlying issue because it was a certain race of, of people that wanted the property over there and they wanted to get it cheap. So what what happens, right? You set up some shit like that, right? You you you, you contact a group of people that's maybe they're, they're standing around all day. They dropped out of school or whatever the case may be, and you say, "I'll pay you," right? And you, you know, shit, you do this, everything will be fine. You basically got police protection. You, you can do whatever you want. But then, lo and behold, one of them detectives got killed over there. Now, this is from what I heard, you know what I'm saying, from my stepfather. And he was around in that area. So when that police officer got killed, that's when they was like, well, all bets are off. You guys can't really exist anymore uh, peacefully. You know what I'm saying? So this is what they're doing now. They just found another way to do it because, I mean, the gangs have always been here. And the gangs have become, like, sort of uncontrollable because young people don't honor that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? And I don't blame them. You know what I mean? But... They just, it's just, it was a, it's a different time, right? So now they done fucked up the south side. They done fucked up the west side. Some very good areas, right? And the property in these areas are mad cheap. So if you end up buying property, huh, the south side, the west side, Lake Shore, you know what I'm saying, on the east side, you can come up. You can come up on a nice complex, you know what I'm saying, for little or nothing because that's what these 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 other people are trying to do, right? They're trying to take advantage of it and throw words in there like gentrification, right? The other day, I'm doing some shit, you know, doing some research, and I looked, it was a three flat. Now this is in the Inglewood area, right? Three flat in the Inglewood area that you put that three flat on the the north side or, you know, uh west, not west, but like southwest over there, like by like a uh, Bogan or some shit. I know my, a lot of my listeners probably don't know, but it's going for at least 200000 up, 
right? Englewood, they want like 55000 People are going to buy these properties for little or nothing, and they're just going to wait. They're going to wait it out. You're going to get tired of living there, you know, because a lot of people in low-income, low-income areas, they're living on Section 8. So what these people do, these groups that go and buy these properties, you know, by the lot, you know, they're going to just wait you out. They're going to take their time fixing shit. They don't care if, you know, you take your Section 8 someplace else. They really don't because they have a bigger goal, right? So then you're going to move someplace else, right? Probably out of Chicago. From what I hear, like you you get Section 8. Sometimes they move you out of Chicago. They move you to like a suburb or even a whole other state. There's a lot of people in Iowa that's from Chicago because that's where the Section 8 sent them. But anyway, so our Springfield, Illinois or some shit like that. But they're moving you out the city. They're buying these properties for cheap. And then when they buy them and after you move out, the prices go up. Oh, no, these aren't apartments. These are condos now, right? To get a condo, right, you're looking at 200000 And you, in your mind, like, man, this was just an apartment, and it was like 1100 a month. So you're talking about this is 200000 for a condo? That's what they're doing, right? That's how you keep, you say you welcome Section 8, but that's how they keep low-income people out of their buildings. They, they fuck around, they fuck your money off, your time off, and they just do shit real slow. You know what I mean? And to the point where you're, you're basically forced to, moved out, to, forced to move out, but they do shit in a way where it's like, well, we was working on it, we just got other buildings that we got to tend to and all this other bullshit. So it's a reasoning for that. My old man used to say they want the city back, right? They moved out to them suburbs to get away from us. They're basically like, man, we don't want to be around them. Fuck that. We'll, we'll let them have, especially in Chicago. Uh, Chicago's hella segregated anyway. We'll let them have the south side. We'll let them have, you know, the west side. But certain parts, because you can go to the West Loop, you know what I mean? You can go to the South Loop, you know. Anything 35th and up, you're pretty much good, especially if it's by the water, you know what I'm saying? But those those places further south, yeah, y'all can have those areas. Those places, you know, West Side, K-Town area, Madison over there, you guys can have those areas. We don't want them, right? We'll move to the suburbs and we'll take the train fucking every day because we work downtown. Now, (laughs) that has become annoying. They don't want to commute downtown every day from fucking Naperville or fucking from wherever the fuck they commute from. They don't want to do that, right? So we fucked up our areas to the point where it's going for dirt cheap. So now they're trying to come back, right? They're starting to put in their stores. You know when you see a Whole's Food and a Starbucks, you know the gentrification process has begun, right? 
So that's what's happening here in Chicago. You got all these scammers, all these drug dealers, right? Whatever the fuck. All these people that's claiming they're getting money and not doing nothing with their neighborhood, fucking up their neighborhood, letting these white people, that's, sorry, letting everybody, letting everybody else come in the community, starting business, buying property, letting everybody else do that shit while we fuck our money off just so we can say we got designer, just so we can say, you know, my whip is foreign or whatever the fuck, whatever they call it now, or, or to talk about how much money they spend on drugs to use. I mean, when did that come popular? When did that become popular? Like, when did it become popular to be a fucking drug addict? I don't get it. You got motherfuckers talking about, oh, I spent over a hundred grand on lean. Oh, I didn't spend at least two hundred grand on lean. Like you, that sounds so stupid on so many levels. Like, like that's like being proud. Like if a crackhead came to you and was like, "Man, I've been smoking crack." Since the 80s, I didn't have to at least spend a million dollars on crack. You're going to be like, what? Like, what is wrong with you? Why would you Why would you even feel comfortable with saying that when look at you, right? And I don't know why the young man was sleep, the rapper, but I get it. We get tired, but I'm not, you know, I'm not. I don't know why he was sleep in his car at the drive-thru. But, you know, lean is, you know, a form of heroin. And one of the, the, the motherfucking side effects is your ass get real sleepy. You know what I'm saying? Or some pills that you pop, a lot of them pills is downers. And you don't know what you're putting in your body. You know, you fuck around and you're just tired and you just fall asleep, whatever. You like everything slowed down, hence Screwed up music is slowed down. Like, people start talking like that, right? They like to hear shit like that, and that's fine. It's all entertainment to me, but y'all don't even know what y'all putting in y'all bodies. <clears throat> y'all go around. I'm not even, I don't even want to call it dumb because that is kind of mean, but y'all go around doing the lamest shit, thinking it's cool. Putting yourself in these predicaments most of the time where it's like you regret it because guess what? When you come down off that high and you're sitting in the cell with a nigga that's looking at you like you fresh meat, now you want to cry about it. You know what I'm saying? Now you see it's a, it's, it's a different side to the game. But back to my point. People spend all this money on this dumb shit instead of spending it in the community, you know, making it, uh, creating a different kind of legacy. People want to be known for dumb shit. Like, man, you know, I'm known in my hood because I'm a real, I'm a real nigga. Like, shit like that, and it doesn't make any sense where you should want to be known in your neighborhood for actually being a stand-up guy. You know what I'm saying? For 
for doing and what I mean by a stand-up guy is like, man, this dude, he he bought these buildings and he was focused on changing the community, doing something for the community. But no, we want to be known for how much money we we threw in the club. Or you know what I'm saying? How much designer we wear, how many luxury cars we we buy and stupid shit like that where that doesn't benefit nobody but yourself and it's sad man it's sad we got to change the way that we think because in every fucking community in a big city this gentrification shit is is it's happening it's real you know what i mean i'm hearing this shit is happening in atlanta right they they trying to take a predominantly black city and make it white, okay? I I don't I don't I don't think that can happen in a city like Atlanta because it's just we're too deep rooted in that city. Like we're deep rooted here in Chicago, but they come up with ways like the whole propaganda of uh, Atlanta HIV rate is as high as a third world country, okay? One. They're getting these studies, right, from the people that are, let's just say, um, on uh, uh, free health care or so have you, because your health care records are open to the public when, you know, it's not a private insurance company. So these numbers, yeah, are going to be kind of high because most people, you know, in America don't have private insurance, Okay. Especially if you're not actually working, you know what I'm saying, for someone, right? So you don't have private insurance. So now you put out these stupid-ass numbers. So when you hear shit like that, it's like, I don't want to go down there. All all them people down there got got HIV or some shit like that. So now you're like, I'm I'm good, you know what I'm saying? Or if they can't get you that way, they start talking about, you know, the people that live an alternative lifestyle. Man, that shit is legit everywhere. We, there's, the way I look at it is you do not have to, what's the word I'm looking for? You do not have to hate someone over a lifestyle choice, right? Whatever you believe it to be, that's their decision, okay? You don't have to agree with it, but you don't have to hate the person. Right. Because I don't condone hating someone. You know what I mean? That's that's I don't I don't condone that. Right. You can disagree. That's your opinion. But you don't have to hate them. But you have enough people in this world that just go around hating just for hate's sake. Right. So they'll say like, oh, Atlanta, it's a it's nothing but like a gay city and all this other shit. But it's that's everywhere. So that's that I don't get it. But anyway, they'll start talking about that. Then they'll start talking about the crime rate. So when most people hear that, you don't want to move to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Because you like, that's crazy. Just like most people hear about Chicago. It's like, man, I go to Chicago. I'm going to get shot. I go to Detroit. I'm going to get fucked up. When basically all them Asians, right, bought fucking Detroit for little or nothing. You see what I'm saying? Because Detroit's so fucked up, 
all them businesses moved out to go overseas. That shit's so fucked up up there. The property is going literally for little or nothing. I'm talking about they be having dollar sales on property up there sometimes. And that shit's crazy. But uh, anyway, all these other people are taking advantage of shit in the in our communities that we are letting them have, right? They spread the propaganda. They get the media behind it. Man, I'm trying to tell you, I have seen all kinds of shit here in Chicago. But the way over the past few years, how they reported shit, it just seemed crazy. Like, it just seemed like Chicago, the minute you touch down here, something foul is going to happen to you. Like, that's it. Like you, like, you come to Chicago, you better just find where the white people at, and maybe you could survive. It's like weird shit. But anyway, it's the reason why they're doing this, and it's just something that's been on my mind. I think as an in, individually, we need to start thinking different and stop just saying shit to say it because I see people talking about they're going to start buying properties and things of that nature, but they're really just saying it to say it. They don't really move on it. It's trending, right? Because you go on social media, a lot of people are talking about buying properties, but people aren't really putting, let's just say, their money where their mouth is, and that's fucked up because these other people they really doing the shit. They really getting there and doing the shit. And also, taxes. Man, let me tell you. I don't understand what it is where people want something for nothing. You got people that'll work three months, you know, four months, six months out the year, quit because they just want to get a W-2, right? You, you think because you got these amount of kids because... This shit done been broadcasted all over, you know, our our communities. Like, man, if you got if you got three kids, you gonna get poor your taxes. You finna ball out, blah blah blah. All this other bullshit. Let me ask you something. I have never, and I've been around a lot of people, right? I've been around all kinds of tax brackets. All right, anybody that's making. 70,000 and better, you never hear them say, oh, man, I got three kids. Look, my income tax check finna be so lovely. These people, even at 50,000, these people who make that much, right, they don't even talk about no child income. They don't even talk about that kind of shit because they know that's not how it works, Right? They know they're going to pay more. Some people know at the end of every year, they know they're going to have to pay the IRS. The president that's in office now, some shit happened. He passed the bill. And people were looking at their checks like, man, I got a nice, you know, my my check look like it's bigger. But not paying attention to what really happened. Do your research on how they, you know, switched up the uh, state and federal um, taxes. You see what I'm saying? Before you file. 
if you think that they're going to allow you to receive more on your paycheck and then you're going to receive more at the end of the year, you're crazy. Our government doesn't work like that, right? So you got people talking about some, man, they fucked us over on our taxes and all this other shit. Hey, man, you had to think it was going to happen sometime because you got too many people broadcasting, right? And I'm not going to say who, but you got too many people broadcasting shit like, yeah, uh, file your taxes with me. You got kids. I can get you 4000 a kid and all that other dumb shit. Yeah, okay. Now they're going to start really doing audits and shit like that. It's going to be a lot more people paying the IRS than it's ever been. There's already people saying last year they got back uh, on the low end $1,700. Now they're getting back $400 this year. Right? You're going to see all this stunting and all this bullshit brought down to a minimum. But I will say this. If you do get back a substantial amount, why not invest that shit into something else? Like getting your credit fixed by paying your bills. Not none of this, they can fix your credit overnight shit. Doing some actual research, seeing what you owe, and paying that shit off to fix your credit, right? Or if you got decent credit, right? Why not put that shit down on some property? Put that shit down on some land. Buy a piece of land or some shit, right? All this land for sale and shit. I, I look, it ain't enough for us buying it, right? Take that money, go get you a dealer license or some shit and start buying these cars from these auctions and get you a car lot. Because look at all, look who, look who doing that. You got, you got these people coming from the Middle East getting car lots in our neighborhoods and shit. Why, why we can't do it? We give them our money, right? We can do the same thing. There's so many ways that you can make legit income to legitimize your crew, your block, or whatever the case is, but we refuse to do it. Everybody wants to start a record label. What the fuck? Like, think outside the box. Man, things would be so different. You see what I'm saying? Have a plan. Put your shit together properly. You know, write your shit down. You can change the community. Take pride in making change for your people, the people that look like you, right? I was talking to my daughter, and I was, I noticed how people of other races, they have, like, traditions, right? Like, you know, from they... They, they homeland and shit, right? It's, there, there's plenty of factors why we don't have, you know, we have traditions, you know, but it's not directly from the homeland, right? So, like, me being Jamaican, I teach my kids, and li listen, it's hard to because this is a different generation. I teach them how to, you know, cook Jamaican food and with the hopes they'll teach their kids, you know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, being passed on like secret recipes I got from my grandfather. God bless the dead and shit like that. But this is this is, you know, something that I noticed we don't we don't really have in our community, right? Why not start doing that shit? Taking pride in wanting to 
create traditions for your family. You know what I'm saying? And, and passing that shit along, right? That's how you create, like, you know, I guess pride. You know what I'm saying? The kind of pride that's helpful, useful. It's just a thought. I don't know, but listen, I'm going to close out of here. Like I say, any jewels that I drop, pick it up, make it your own. I don't care. Take it and run with it. But pass it on. Pass it on. Add on to it. I don't care. Just just do something different for your people. You know what I'm saying? The people that you see every day that look like you, right? Do something positive, not the regular bullshit. Like, help create the change that, that we want by getting out there and thinking outside the, the box and, and, and really getting behind something that you believe in, right? Let, let's do something like that, right? Let's stop giving away our communities, man. You know, it don't cost nothing to paint your house. It really don't cost a lot of money. It don't cost nothing to, you know, do the cosmetics in your, in, in your house. We got all these people in the neighborhood that we pay to wash our cars, these, these so-called junkies and shit. Like, shit, they know how to do some carpenter work. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have them, like, trying to build a house for me, but they know they can be pretty handy. Let's take advantage of that. Let's, you know what I mean? Why the houses got to be all fucked up in the neighborhood? You know, a little bit of, man, let me fix this screen door. Let me add some paint here and there. You know what I mean? Like, that shit can really make a difference. Man, I don't know. It, it, it really starts with us. But as I say in closing, and I want you to listen. I want you, I want you to take this in. Your light can only shine in the darkness. You feel me? Think about it. Your light can only shine in the darkness. Stay dangerous.